0: Welcome to another episode of the Lone Recruiter Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Clemenson. And if you're a recruiter out on your own or just lacking general guidance or mentorship, then you've come to the right place. Our daily episodes are designed to give you the motivation, advice, and strategies you need to succeed as a loan recruiter. So join us, grab a cup of coffee or iced coffee today, and uh, let's take your desk to another level. Today, I want to talk to you about invoices more specifically what to do when they don't get paid how do you not only manage to pull the money out of your clients but also how do you juggle your own cash flow in the process And i'm sure you've all been there before and i'll start this episode by saying we are recruiters okay we are not accountants and if you are on your own recruiting and you think you are an accountant just outsource that as quickly as you can it is a waste of your time i was super lucky my mom uh was an accountant and financial advisor for 30 years so i had someone to lean on it was phenomenal help um you don't know what you don't know um and i'll also start this episode off by saying this is not financial advice this is just what i've done in the past to help myself out and our situations and you can take from that what you want but if you want proper financial advice please talk to an accountant or your financial advisor um this episode was prompted by a scenario that happened to us not that long ago we had about a quarter of a million dollars worth of invoices due over the course of 10 days and a perfect storm happened none of them got paid and what i want to do is just run you through what we had to do because obviously for a business our size that's that's, that can be quite stressful so what i'm going to do is break this down into three key strategies so one what is a perfect invoicing strategy these things. Two, um, what is your follow-up protocol when invoices are overdue? not A lot of people have those. And then three, what can you do to cover your cash flow in the interim? Because that's the lifeblood of your business. So one, what is a perfect invoicing strategy? Now, I can't protest to say this is the perfect strategy. It works for us. Okay. And we get a pretty pretty high... um, payment rate for our invoices and I don't think we've got many that are outstanding. So there must be some, some, some uh, method to the madness. So my first question for you is where do you track your invoices? Is it in your ATS? Is it through your accounting software? Uh, is it on a spreadsheet? Is it in a calendar? Is it in your cash flow or is it a combination? But the first point is you need to know where you're tracking your invoices and you need to live and die by that thing. Two, Who's in charge of your invoices? Is it you? Is it your bookkeeper? Is it a staff member? You need to be super crystal clear on who runs your invoicing because I I believe it should be one person and one person only. It shouldn't be multiple people. You're a small business, I'm assuming. Um, And three, when do you send your invoices? Now, this is is the big one for me, and I'm going to have some material available um, on our mailing list after this, so make sure you sign up. Um, But in terms of sending invoices, for me, there's some pretty critical points that you need to hit on. So first of all, um, most recruitment agencies invoice on start date. So do you send it on that day? Do you send it earlier than that start date to give your client as much time as possible? Um, So whenever you start your invoicing cycle, make sure you have a clear idea of what that is. Let's just assume it's on start date of the candidate. Uh, we would typically then have seven to 14-day payment terms, some up to 30. So about five days before your invoice is actually due, just do a friendly reminder, just a, an automated, hi, oh, this is a friendly reminder. It's five days before this invoice is due. Any issues, give me a call. Um, at least it gets it to the top of the pile. And then one day before, I'd do another friendly reminder. Hey, you know, friendly reminder, your invoice is due tomorrow. Please ignore this if it's already been paid. This is an automatic um, email. And then again, the next day, a friendly reminder that today this invoice is due. Now, you will get some clients from time to time saying this is overkill. Just lean on the factors and accounting automation. I'm sorry if if it annoys you. I can click you off that. Um, But most often than not, it won't happen. And it's super important that they get those reminders because if stuff starts to go wrong, you need to show that you've demonstrated that this is very clearly laid out. Um, So... Another little bit on invoices that – a little side note is that I actually like to include any discounts that we've given on invoices. So we all know as recruiters um, we have ideal scenario for um, percentage that we charge, um, and, but, but more than likely than not, there's a bit of a discount involved there. Um, a lot of the time clients forget you've had that dance or it was another HR person or it was a previous negotiation. For me, it's super important and to make that clear that, hey, there's actually a discount attributed to this invoice – the moment, I used to always get asked for discounts when that invoice came, but the moment I put the actual discount amount, let's just say we want to charge 20%, but we're only charging seven and a half percent that 2.5% saving needs to be articulated and almost guarantee you can have way less of those awkward conversations when the invoice comes out. Little side tip. Um, another little side tip, and it could be this company or another one, but we have a company called SelectPay, um, and that goes out with our invoices. It's basically a... a a payment structure for our clients. If they can't pay the invoice in one hit, it gives them the option to do it over four months, pay a little percentage on top. But again, it's a payment option, to show to your clients that, hey, sometimes it gets a bit tight, Um, we've got an option for you. That's been helpful too. So that's for me a perfect invoicing strategy leading up to getting the payment. So which then leads into number two, which is, uh, what's, your, what's your follow-up protocol for overdue invoices? Now, this is the important one. I've spoken to so many recruiters who who are on their own and they all say the same thing. I hate invoicing. Like why? Oh, just when they don't pay, I feels so awkward. It shouldn't feel awkward. They owe you money. <laughs> That's the first thing. They owe you money. Like they should feel awkward not having paid you yet. But they feel awkward because, and it's really difficult as a recruiter because you have a relationship that you provide a service for and you want to keep that relationship warm and happy and friendly but on the other hand friction comes pretty quickly when the money doesn't come so i think if you're an operating on your own it's really hard to balance that but again if you've got an automated process you can lean on that and just go "Oh, that's just the accounts always lean on the accounts it keeps you as i can come in and soften this if we need to but it's super important you get your money um so i would do at the day after it hasn't been paid, I do one or two things. and I'm, I'm toss up. I'm not sure. It depends on the client. Either an automated first reminder that the invoice is overdue. and Do that the day after. Um, still friendly. Um, or you call. And if it's a really good client, I would typically go, hey, I, that invoice I sent you it was meant to be paid yesterday. Do you know what happened to it? Oh, my goodness. No, sorry. It's right here. I'll action that now. Most times they just didn't see it and and look that's fine you've got to be okay with that the second follow-up i think needs to be three days later and it's still quite friendly like hey second reminder this invoice is overdue three days could you please make sure this is paid by close of business thanks third reminder and i'm hoping we're not getting here but for me it's between five and seven days later it's up to personal preference but that third reminder that the invoice is overdue comes five days later five to seven days later Um, I'll probably call this one as well and just say, look, um, I've just got a reminder here from the accounts that this one's a week over. Um, Is there a reason for that? Now, red hot tip for you, I'm guessing most of your clients uh, have an accounts department. Just go straight to the accounting department, bypass your client and just go, hey, I just go through front desk. I need to talk to accounts payable. Um, You get onto them and say, where is this one? They're usually quite black and white um, about where it's at and whatever and you can usually get your answer. Fourth reminder, if, if after that they haven't – oh, yeah, yeah, they give you the you – yeah, know, yeah, yeah, it's in the – the, po- letters of the po- check's in the post. Okay, I heard that one before. Um, this is where the fourth reminder comes in, and I think it's probably 10 to 12 days later on, um, and particularly if they have gone cold. I mean, we've had this before where clients just disappear. Um, this is where it gets a bit tricky. So this email needs – the emails need to start becoming a little bit more stern. I think identifying that, you know – this invoice is now 10 to 12 days overdue. We have attempted to um, remind you and have had no response or no payment as of yet. If this invoice is not paid by Close of Business Friday, uh, then we will have no choice but to invoice you a separate invoice, uh, basically um, covering the interest owing on that invoice because your terms should have uh, late payment interest penalties. in that. If it doesn't, do it. Um, again using this to say hey i don't want to charge you interest but you know i got no choice i've got to go to the bank and get a loan now and they're going to charge me interest it's the same thing i'm not a bank so please pay your invoice look lastly um and this is where it gets tricky but you know the fifth reminder it's 15 days later and they still haven't paid you need to like you've got to take a bit of judgment here but if it's non you need to get someone on the phone or someone responding or someone acknowledging that this is an issue. Um, And if they just refuse or flat out just ghost you or whatever, you do need to start getting a little sterner with the emails. And I believe those emails need to be, you know, this is going to be our last email we've tried to collect. Um, if, If failure to respond will result in that interest payment being sent across, plus we will also have to hand this one over to our debt collectors to act on our behalf because I don't have the time to chase this one. Normally at that point, um, or you could say, hey, a lawyer's letter's coming. That's even probably heavier handed. Um, hopefully you don't need to be here. But sometimes every now and then you've got to go there. And I almost guarantee you're going to get paid at that point. So that was a lot. That was that was a lot for two, which is what is your f- follow-up protocol for overdue invoices. Um hopefully that gives you some ideas about okay, maybe I do need a protocol. Maybe there's some gaps in my thinking at the moment. Maybe I'm a bit too optimistic with my clients. but if you can go through that process and see what works for you, your market, you're at absolute your own liberty to change the days and the, 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 the you know, frequency between each email, but you get the gist. You need to have a plan because at some point this will this will bite in the butt. And as a small business, you, you can't have gaps in your in your cash flow. So number three, and this is this is a big one as well is what to do to cover your cash flow in interim. let's just say you're like us and we had a quarter of a million dollars owing in the space of ten days and none of it gets paid and you've got outgoings and you look at it going, oh goodness okay, how am I going to pay these things? you need to know what your levers are. I like to call them levers um, you know ideal world you, you've got no levers pulled but every now and then you need to pull some you need some help um, So I've got I've got five sort of key things to look at. Again, not financial advice, just things we do. And if you get any value out of it, fantastic. So, first lever, do you have a cashly uh, a weekly cash flow? A cashly week flow. <laughs> do you have a weekly cash flow? Um, we have one that runs for three months. And if you don't have one, get one now. Talk to your accountants, talk, put one together yourself. It just needs to be all your invoices coming in every week versus what are all your costs every week? That will give you the foresight to be able to see what problems are coming up what big um invoices are coming up you might have your BAS, you might have um, tax obligations you might have contracts with seek or linkedin um you need to know when they're coming because if you don't they just come as shocks oh my god another bill oh my god another bill it's the worst feeling you need to know when they're coming you need to be able to predict them you need to be able to see hey there's a gap in my cash flow what levers can i pull so we're recruiters. The first thing I would urge you to do is generate more money. <laughs> it's pretty simple. Um, but can can you go and load up on retainers? Can you go and get upfront um, payments for, for those retainers? I think that's the quickest way to get um, a gap filled. Um, another one that's that's good is is somehow spreading out some of those big payments that might be coming in. The ATO is one. You know, if you've got a number of staff with you, You've probably got a baz that's in the tens, twenties, thirties, fifty thousand dollars a quarter, um, and they can come in one hit. Go and tell the ATO I need that on a payment plan. There's a little bit of in- interest that goes with it, but you will see it go from a big lump to spread out over thirteen weeks. It can be an absolute lifesaver. Um, don't like using credit cards, but if you need to, pop invoices on credit cards. Like we 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 actually run LinkedIn bullhorn. All throughout Amex, we get a ton of frequent flyer points, and that can get you guys up and down the East Coast almost for free. So it's actually kind of something to look into, which is interesting. So popping invoices onto credit cards, another way to just buy you a little bit of um, breathing space. I mentioned invoice financing before, or select pay, and and it can work the reverse way where you give them an invoice, and they give you an upfront. Um, payment for that invoice and then they charge you a small interest rate on top of that that's another great way to, to fill some holes in your cash flow that's just bringing forward invoices that you would have otherwise been paid so it's not really borrowing money in that sense i don't see it as that way it's not like going to the bank and asking for a loan and paying it back um look, they're the main levers i like to pull uh you know when you've got a troublesome um cash flow problem that has arisen from from clients, The reason why I'm okay using those things is because when a client's not paying, you know the money's coming. You, you can see it coming. Um, so there's a bit of confidence to, to pull those levers. Um, you don't want to be in a scenario where you haven't got invoices owing and you're pulling those levers because how are you going to pay them back? And that's, that's the risk and that's why this is not financial advice. But um, just managing your money, there are ways out there. And I've learned these things the hard way over the years. And um, I'm hoping that you guys can get some benefit out of that because – Cash flow is king. It's the lifeblood of every business. And um, you know, knowing how to attack those, how to manage your, your invoicing uh, and your clients so that you retain a um, relationship and do business moving forward is, is super vital. And then, obviously, the short term ramifications on yourself for your own cash flow. Hopefully, we've given you some ideas there. Again, we'll mail this stuff out if you're on the mailing list. So please jump on to that. Um, it's info at the loan this is all we have time for today. I think we've gone well over. There's a lot of information there. I am sorry, but I'm not sorry because hopefully you got something out of it. Um, like I said, join the mailing list. Let's receive today's episode material. I'll put in the cash flow model. I'll put in some stuff about Select Pay. I'll give an example invoice um, and maybe even some email templates. We'll see what we can get um, to you. Um, but if you got any value out of today's episode, please subscribe, follow us on LinkedIn, share, and recommend this podcast. It really does help us grow and get this out to a wider audience. Have an amazing day, and may all your deals come through.